0: there, friends. Heather Creekmore here. I'm glad you're listening today. Today we're continuing our lies series. Lies we believe. I don't know if you're like me. There's a lot of things that have been rattling around in my head for decades and it is almost stunning to accept the reality that some of these things I've believed for a long time just aren't true. So today we're tackling something that you may have never even thought of. Honestly, I wouldn't have thought of it either. But I was asked to speak at a retreat last weekend. And these were the words that God just kept bringing to my head. The words were appreciation and approval. And today we're going to talk about how we so often confuse those two terms. The lie we believe is that appreciation equals approval. We believe if people appreciate us, if they notice us, if they make nice comments to us, then they approve of us. And that's not necessarily true, and it's not necessarily what we need to be true. So today we're going to sort through all of that. I'm excited that you are here, that you are listening, and I just have one request. If this show has blessed you, would you consider leaving a review? There is nothing that speaks to me more about how this show is touching your life than leaving a review. If you don't know how to do that, you can go to comparedyou.me to slash podcast, and I have some directions on how you can leave a review on there. But thanks for listening today. I say let's dig right into this lie and figure out how we can get free from it. Let's go. The pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Well, hey there, friend. Let's talk about appreciation and approval. So let's start by just defining the words. Simply, appreciation is the recognition and enjoyment of the good qualities of someone or something. So, hey, I appreciate the fact that you loaded the dishwasher. I appreciate that outfit you're wearing today. I appreciate how kind you are to my children, those sorts of things. But approval is this bigger belief that someone or something is good or acceptable. And I think too often, appreciation is what we're looking for or what we, let me rephrase that, what we think we're looking for when our heart's desire is really so much deeper. Our heart desires not just to be appreciated for some good qualities. Our heart desires to be approved of. Now I was just thinking about these words kind of rattling them around through my head and I was thinking like how funny it is to try to conflate the two words, right? Like if a drug, a medicine is (laughs) FDA-appreciated, instead of FDA approved, like that means something different, right? Or if you put in a request to your boss for vacation, and the response you get is, I appreciate your request, like chances are you're not going on that vacation. What you really want is you want approval, not appreciation, right? But to Often, I talk to clients all the time that their biggest complaint is they feel under appreciated. They feel like if their husband would just compliment them and notice them more, if other people would just notice them more, if they would tell them they look nice or they look good, or maybe, maybe you can relate to this. Maybe they've gone through a season in their life where they really worked on changing their body and they got a lot of compliments, a lot of appreciation in that. And now they're in a different season where they're not getting that same amount of appreciation. And it feels like what they really need is to do something to get that appreciation back. So a lot of times we feel Underappreciated. Maybe it's at your job. You're like, no one notices what I do. I have done the same thing well for decades and no one says thank you anymore. They barely notice. Like, we all know what it feels like to feel underappreciated. Maybe you're raising toddlers. Okay. Toddlers don't say thanks, mom, for filling my sippy cup. Up a hundred times today. Thanks, mom, for changing my diaper. Thanks, mom, for potty training me. You know, having kids in and of itself can be a whole experience where you don't feel appreciated a whole lot. But we look for appreciation desperately, I believe, when what we really need a better sense of is this truth that we are approved of. And so in some ways, appreciation is this drug, this little high, this little buzz that we think we need to keep going and feel good enough to keep going. But what we really need is something a whole lot deeper, and that's approval. So today, that's where we're going to go. I want to talk about approval versus appreciation and how appreciation, it's not a bad thing. It's really nice when your boss is like, hey, I see you. I see how hard you're working. Thank you. Thank you for a job well done. Or when your kids get older and they say, thanks, mom, for making dinner. Thanks, mom, for taking care of my laundry. Like appreciation is not a bad thing. it's not ultimately what we need the most. You see, it's approval that settles our worth and it's approval that gives us the freedom and confidence to live and work boldly just as Christ has called us to. But appreciation, that's just kind of temporary. That's a moment you feel approved of. And the other thing about appreciation that's kind of interesting, if you look at the roots of these words from the Latin, appreciation is someone else's estimation of what you've done. It's someone else's estimation of your value. And so ultimately, we don't want to live on how others are estimating our value. You don't want to feel like your value is up and down because one day your husband appreciated the way you looked and the next day he forgot to appreciate the way you look. Our value needs to be rooted in a place that is much more solid than the opinions of others. So that's where we're going to go. I've got three quick points for you today. I hope you'll stay tuned and find out how you can receive appreciation in a healthy way and feel approved of the entire time. Hey friend, are you tired of having to know where the restroom is every time you go out? Are back and hip tightness limiting your activities or worse, waking you up at night? Did you know that if you are peeing more than 10 times a day or leaking pee for any reason, that isn't normal? This was news to me, my friends, because one in every three women are dealing with these issues and more. That's over 52 million women just in the United States that are suffering silently with these issues, thinking that they just have to live with this. Well, let me introduce you to my friends, Jen and Christina of Titan Your Tinkler. You see, they know how overwhelming it can be to try and figure out how to deal with these personal and life-altering issues because they've personally dealt with these things too. After doing two and a half years of research and getting published in the Journal of Women's Health Physical Therapy, they have proven that you can heal utilizing a a 10-minute-a-day routine. They're offering something special just for you. So head over to TitanYourTinkler.com and enter the code HEATHER, in all caps, H-E-A-T-H-E-R, at checkout, and you can get $50 off their signature program. Listen, this is not Kegels. You can do all of this at home easily. It's actually kind of fun. It's not painful and you don't have to insert anything anywhere. If you're not sure what this is all about, go over to TightenYourTinkler.com. They have a five-minute root cause quiz, which can help you figure out what's going on with your body and start the journey to healing today. I hope you go check it out. It's TightenYourTinkler.com. Okay, so my first point for you today is you need to remember that your standing is already approved. My friend Jennifer Dukes Lee wrote a book years ago called Love Idol. And she talks in there about how she really wanted the graphic on the book and like the concept of the book to follow this concept of, you know how you get those credit card applications in the mail that say on them (laughs) pre-approved, right? That was the concept she was going for, right? You have already been approved. You are not waiting For the FDA to approve you, you are not waiting for any committee to approve you, you're not waiting for your boss to approve of you. Every other approval we we receive in our lives is secondary to the one that matters most, which is God's approval. Okay, now I'm not going to know if you're raising your hand or not, but would you secretly say maybe you're a people pleaser? Oh, friend, me too. I've spent most of my life trying to please all the people all the time. Yes, I know they say you can't do that, but I feel like maybe I'm the one who can try to get it done. And so I do, or I have, and I'm trying to be different. You see, most of us have been trained to respond to approval. We've been conditioned almost to live for it. Instead of feeling unconditionally loved, most of us grew up learning to give our parents more of those things that they praised. If your mom gushed when you looked pretty or when you lost weight, you learned that that's what was important for receiving mom's approval. If dad got out his wallet and made a big deal over your grades, you learned that success, succeeding in school, that's the way to earn approval. And in a very human way, approval can often be twisted into manipulation. And then we learn to depend on others for our approval, to feel good about ourselves. And thereby we just get further caught in the trap of people-pleasing. And people-pleasers like me, and maybe you too, we confuse appreciation and approval. You see, we work for appreciation, the Scooby Snacks of, you did a good job, thank you for that, you look so good, when what most of us people-pleasers really seek is approval we want an unconditional understanding that we are loved and accepted just as we are and i think about my dog okay my dog violet she's a little sweetheart she's a Cavachon. she weighs about 15 pounds and she is not well trained but we taught her a couple tricks And she knows that if you pull out the, I can't even say the word because she's in the room. If you pull out the T-R-E-A-T bag, she will try, she's supposed to lay down, roll over, and then sit. But when I pull out that bag, she starts spinning around. She kind of half rolls over and then half doesn't roll over She spins again. She, you know, tries to roll over again, but doesn't complete it. She sits, she stands. She does all the things all at once because she's so excited at the possibility of a Scooby snack. She's excited at the possibility of a treat. And friends, I'm embarrassed to say this. Was me for a long time. Like, oh, how would you like me to be? I can be like that. And I'm like rolling over and spinning around and doing all the things. Do you need me to be thinner? Do you need me to be nicer? Do you need me to be smarter? Like, just show me what you want me to be and I can be it just as long as I get your appreciation. But what I really wanted was approval. And people pleasing like that is a huge contributor to stress. To anxiety, to depression. Lots of other challenges come when we are trying to derive our worth from what others think. It always makes us feel uncertain because, again, back to that definition I used of appreciation, it's someone else's estimation of me. And that's why the most important thing for us is to remember. That we are already approved. Our standing is approved. We are pre-approved, like my friend Jennifer Lee says. It's like someone stamped it right on our foreheads. And friends, really, that's the message of the gospel. It's because of Jesus' death and resurrection, I am in right standing with God. I do not have to keep trying to earn his favor I already have it. First John 3 1 tells me that I am considered his child. Do you approve of your children? You might not always appreciate everything that they do or say. But at the end of the day you love them. You approve of them. John three eighteen, we're not condemned. If we believe John 10, 28, we have eternal life. John 6, 37, whoever comes to the father, he will not cast out. And as they look at those words, those keywords from those voices, from those verses will never be cast out. We're called a child. We're never going to perish. We're never going to be condemned. These are all confirmations of our approval in God through Jesus. Approval says you are enough for me. I accept you. I call you my own. The application process is finished. You can stop trying to earn my approval. You already have it. And again, it's that approval that gives us confidence to serve and work for the kingdom freely. So have you ever tried to earn anyone's approval? I have. I have a child that after he does something wrong, he tries to earn our approval for the next day or so. He's volunteering to clean the house or just putting dishes away or cleaning his room without being asked. Because when he feels like his standing is not approved, when he's been disciplined or been corrected, he wants to put that approval status back into place. And I think that's our human nature, right? We think we can earn our approval status. Like, okay, I'm sorry I messed that up, but now I'm going to do all these great things. (laughs) And then I'll get back into your good graces is the term that used to be used. But the truth is that concept of grace isn't about earning anything at all. And it's an uncomfortable concept for most of us. I'm a lot more comfortable knowing I'm in control. I'm comfortable knowing that I've done good and now I get good. I've done bad and now I've earned the bad consequences. Like, I am much more comfortable with that kind of system of justice. And candidly, I think this is why the diet industry thrives. It plays on our desire to have a set of rules and to believe that if we can follow them and do it all right, we'll get the results we want. There's no grace in dieting. It's a legalistic experience, right? You follow the rules or you don't follow the rules. You're on the plan or you're off the plan. You're being quote-unquote good or you're being quote-unquote bad, but in dieting, you get to choose, or you feel like you get to choose, whether or not you are righteous and whether or not you've earned the right to be approved of. And friends, I think that's why dieting keeps us in this cycle of trying to earn appreciation, earn approval. In fact, not just dieting, I would say all of our body change efforts. We're trying to fix our bodies so we will get approval and appreciation. But it's a hard way to live. None of us are perfect. And when it comes to dieting, none of us are perfect eaters and none of us are perfect exercisers. But the life of grace is different. You see, we don't have to work to earn our place with God and earn approval. Out of our approval is where the work comes. So once we know our standing is approved, then we have the freedom To work on these other things in our lives without it being our oxygen, without it being life or death, without it being what I need to do to know that you approve of me. And really in all of this, friends, and I've talked about this before on the show, what we really desire is rest. I mean, no one goes on a diet hoping they'll be on a diet for the rest of their lives. We go on a diet hoping that if we just follow the plan for a few weeks or a few months, then we can ah, exhale, have the body we want, and just be normal with food again. In other words, we can rest. And it's the same with Approval. None of us want to earn approval for our whole lives. We all crave relationships that we don't have to keep striving in. We feel the brokenness of our fallen world. We desire to have unconditional acceptance of someone and just rest and stop trying to earn approval. In fact, I would say most of us expected marriage to be that place. We thought, finally, I'll get married and I won't have to earn it anymore. And then for a lot of us, it was a disappointment because we realized that we married another human sinner who's in his own cycle of trying to earn approval and confusing it with appreciation and, oh. and that's why my first point for you today is know your standing is approved in God and be very aware of that. Preach the gospel to yourself every single day. Day, remind yourself you are already approved of. Whether you get appreciated or not, you are approved of. And that is your soft place to land. That is your place to carry out all missions from. That is your place to work from. And it's a very secure place to be. Okay, my second point is that even when you don't feel appreciated, you're approved, right? Now, we already covered how it is you're approved, but when you are operating from the standpoint of someone who is already approved, you have a completely different relationship with Appreciation. So, I like to tell the story of when I worked for the congressman on Capitol Hill, and we had a lot of turnover in our office. And so, I started, I don't know, I started with one job. And I think by the time I left, I had four different people's jobs because so many people had left. And one of the jobs that I picked up was a job of press secretary. Now, I had worked at this office for a year and a half congressional offices are not very big. (laughs) There's only like nine people on staff. So we're not talking about like a fortune 500 company, where maybe the boss never sees me. But you know, once a year, not not that situation at all, (laughs) small office, small staff, I've been there a year and a half. So I set up a press conference for my boss, I have everything he needs. I've got people there, reporters, there, room set up. And someone else on staff brings my boss to me so he can be briefed on this press conference that's ahead. And he comes up to me and he introduces himself. My boss introduces himself to me. It's as if he has never met me before. He has no recognition of who I am or that I work for him. And I'm like, Congressman, I'm Heather. I've been on your staff for about a year and a half. And I'm here to to brief you for this press conference. And he gave me a very confused look. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and at that moment, my friends, I did not feel very appreciated, <laughs> right? He didn't even know who I was. Maybe that's your situation at work too. Maybe you've been working really hard for a long time and you don't even know if the boss knows your name. My friend, I get that. But if appreciation is what we seek from our jobs, <laughs> working can be really frustrated. If we're living for appreciation, it is riding that roller coaster. Sometimes the compliments are coming and sometimes the compliments, the appreciation is not coming. And that's why I think the only way we can work is from that place of approval. Otherwise we end up feeling a little desperate. And I see this happen a lot with the clients I work with in body image. It's actually this interesting phenomenon. I just was reading about it. So this is a scientifically studied phenomenon and it happens for women who undergo significant body change. When a woman loses a lot of weight quickly or does something dramatic to alter her appearance, she starts to get a lot of compliments. All this appreciation for her new look comes pouring in, but does it keep pouring in? No, of course not. Because people get used to her new look when they've seen her that size for a few weeks or they've seen her hair that way for a few weeks or her new wardrobe but for a few weeks. They stop noticing. And then what happens, and this is the part that's been studied, and I think this is really interesting to key into, is it's not that she can rest because everyone's appreciated her and she feels like she has their approval and now she can just be like, ah, okay, everyone likes the new me and I can just sit here what happens is she begins to believe that she needs to do other things to keep improving her body. And I'm using improving in air quotes to keep changing so that the appreciation keeps coming so that the compliments keep coming. And then the other thing that happens is she starts to fear that if her body would go back to the way it was before, people would no longer approve of her. They would no longer appreciate her. If everyone really hated the way she looked before and just didn't tell her, or if everyone's noticed that she started gaining the weight back. And so she gets stuck obsessing over how to keep the appreciation coming. And maybe it's changing clothes 107 times before she leaves her work. Or maybe it's skipping meals. Or maybe it's continuing to try new hairstyles or new makeup or all the things or getting surgery. Friend, I know that you understand this cycle from a psychological perspective if you're listening to this show. And what really happens is that we start believing the enemy's lie that this lack of appreciation has something to do with our worth. We start to believe the lie that just because we aren't receiving the same amount of appreciation we once did, we're not valuable. We feel like because we're not appreciated, we're not approved of. You know, and I was thinking about how this is really evident amongst celebrities, right? Like, I'm going to use Renee Zellweger for an example. She had a great, thriving career in the 90s. I remember when she got married to Kenny Chesney for like a weekend. Um, she did those Bridget Jones's Diary movies. But at some point, we watch celebrities go down the road of too much plastic surgery to where they become almost unrecognizable. And that's what's happened to Renee. I saw her recently in a movie called The Same Kind of Different as Me. And I didn't know who she was. I was like, there's something familiar about her, but I can't place it. I had to Google who played the part in this movie. And when I figured out who she was, I was in shock. So why would a celebrity who's already been lauded and applauded for her beauty, who's already tasted success in an arena where you know you have to be beautiful to succeed, why would someone like that go to the trouble of altering her face surgically to try to make it more beautiful? And I think it's the same concept we're talking about the appreciation stops coming. You don't feel approved of anymore. Aging happens, right? And it turns into my favorite song from The Greatest Showman. Well, it's actually not my favorite song from The Greatest Showman, but it it is my favorite song when it comes to this stuff. It's never enough. Never, never. It's never enough. When we're chasing appreciation, when we're chasing admiration of others, when we're doing all the things to try to get other people to notice and appreciate us, it will never be enough. Because what our heart really wants is approval, not appreciation. And if I turn my heart towards believing that other people's appreciation equals their approval of me, I am constantly going to be frustrated. I think about marriage. And I've talked to a number of clients that have had the same issue but i think we make appreciation in our marriage a litmus test for whether or not our husband approves of us if he doesn't say i'm pretty every time i dress up if he doesn't notice me when I don't know. (laughs) If he doesn't notice me, period, (laughs) I can just leave the sentence there. If he doesn't appreciate me as many times as I want to be appreciated, I can put him on trial in my brain and start to believe that he no longer approves of me. He no longer likes the way I look or loves me to make it even more dramatic. And I can start to feel really insecure in our relationship. When the truth is his appreciation of me, although it would be nice and he should give it, but his appreciation has nothing to do with whether or not he approves of me, whether or not he loves me. In fact, most of the time I figured out when I don't get the appreciation that I'm hoping for from my husband, it's often just because he's consumed with his own things. And it's not that he doesn't appreciate me. It's that he's just stuck with In his own insecurities, and his own struggles. So here's a simple way to think about this. I want you to picture two different containers. If you live like in the south part of the United States, I'm going to use the example of a cherry limeade. If you live somewhere else around the world, you might not know what a cherry limeade is. But here in Texas... We go to Sonic for happy hour between 2 and 4 p.m. and You get half-priced cherry limeades, which is essentially a soda, a Sprite, with some cherry grenadine syrup in it. But in the cherry limeades, they normally put maraschino cherries. And here's how I want you to think about it. If... I want you to think about two containers, two big old Sonic styrofoam cups, if that's a familiar concept to you, filled with great Sonic ice, because Sonic has great ice. It's those little pebble ice cubes, and they're just delicious. But if you have a full container, any cherries on top of that cherry limeade are just icing on the cake. It's just extra. It's just a little bonus, just like, oh, I have my cherry limeade already, but yay, a little cherry, that makes it so much sweeter. And then sometimes you find a couple more floating in there, and it's just like this wonderful surprise, yay, more cherries. But if you're trying to live on just appreciation alone, if you don't know that you're already approved of in Christ, then you're trying to live just on the cherries. There's nothing that they're floating in. You have an empty cup, and every time someone drops a cherry in... It kind of just makes a thud noise. And you know what? Eventually those cherries like mold and rot, so you can't live on them forever, right? And and if you look down into this big old Styrofoam cup, it's a little hollow with just those cherries at the bottom. The best way to live, my friends, is with a full cup, a cup that is not full of appreciation, not full of the cherries, (laughs) but full of the real thing, full of that cherry limeade or your beverage of choice. That's the approval. You want to live on God's approval, feel the truth of the gospel message that you are already approved of. And then any appreciation is the cherry on top. So what about just working for appreciation? Is there anything else to that? And there's one other thing I want to cover there. The reality is when we're working for others' appreciation or others' approval, we're really missing the heart of what God's asking of us in our work, which is, are you doing this for me or are you doing this for them? And I think of 1 Corinthians ten thirty one, where Paul says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God of God. My friend, if you are making decisions about your food and your exercise because you want other people's approval or appreciation, I'm asking you this question. Are you doing it for the glory of God? Whether you eat or drink, do it for the glory of God. Are you working a thousand different Jobs, and by jobs I mean PTA president and volunteer at church and do this, do that. Are you doing a, a zillion things hoping someone will appreciate you or approve of you? So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. If we are doing these things for the glory and praise of others, we're going to be left feeling drained and underappreciated every single time. All those cherries of great job. Good job. Oh, I really like how you did that. Oh, you look cute today. It's never going to be enough because God wants us to do everything for him. So, how do we remember that we're already approved of? How do we stop trying to look for the appreciation and approval of others to define us and to tell us what to do? And to, how do we get off of this nonstop treadmill of must change, must do more to get the treats of appreciation? I think answer one is we have to go back to scripture. Friends, if you are not in the word every single day, Your heart is not being connected with the Savior every single day. And you have so many other messages coming at you. It's going to be really difficult for you to remember who really defines you and whose approval you really need. Think about the marketing that you're subjected to every single day in every single way, even if you aren't on social media. Marketing is everywhere and the message of marketing is do this, buy this, get this, and then you will be approved of and appreciated. It's your lack of approval and appreciation that gets you to buy the laser hair removal and the new diet plan and the new supplement, right? Our hearts are wired to desire approval But it's not the approval that comes from changing our bodies or doing things for the glory of others. It's the approval that comes from doing things for the glory of God and resting that we're already approved of thanks to his grace. My last point for you today is that the most gratifying type of appreciation is the appreciation that we give, not the appreciation that we receive. I was on the phone a couple days ago with someone and she was telling me how she does a lot of speaking. And she's like, when she speaks, she always prays, let them not appreciate me. And I thought that was really weird that she used that word, especially since I was working on this talk for this retreat. I'm like, let them not appreciate me. Well, wouldn't it be nice to just be like, ah, I really appreciated your talk. Like, oh, thanks for doing that. But she, her, she was like, let me be invisible. Thought about that, and I sort of was like, well, Let me see what the Bible has to say about this. So I started searching scripture for verses on appreciation. And you know what? I didn't find anything that said specifically what you should do if others don't appreciate you enough. In fact, instead, what I found were verses about giving appreciation instead of getting appreciation. And then I thought about this whole concept that relates to gifts. It's better to give than to receive. And I wonder if we weren't actually wired to get more benefit out of giving appreciation than receiving appreciation. You see, when our hearts are filled with appreciation for God and for others— Our hearts are filled. (laughs) We feel secure in every area of life. We feel thankful. We feel grateful. Our hearts overflow. But when it's appreciation we seek, when we're desperate for that. It's never enough. And so what if the cure for our desperate need for appreciation is actually giving more praise? And I would say, first of all, praising God. But then also praising others, right? I think of Colossians where it says in the message translation, I did a whole seven minutes of scripture episode on this one time. So you can go back and look for the seven minutes of scripture episode on Colossians. I believe it's Colossians three, but the message paraphrase says, be content with second place. Instead of walking into a room looking for how many people can praise you and how much appreciation you can get what about walking in the room and appreciating and praising others? Now, I'd be careful praising people for their bodies, right? This is a weird thing in our culture. We've done it for a long time. That's what we women do. We tell each other we look good, when we've lost weight. Those sorts of things. Those are not healthy things. In fact, I think those lead to eating disorders. And like I talked about before, the woman who receives a lot of appreciation for her body changing can get trapped in what I said was that scientifically studied phenomenon where she keeps trying to change her body. So I'm not recommending that you walk in and tell everyone (laughs) they look skinny today. But instead, what about appreciating the host that set up the event you're at? What about appreciating the way someone sings? What about appreciating someone's kindness? What about appreciating someone's smile? What about appreciating the way someone cares for someone else or their thoughtfulness, right? So appreciate God and, you know, friends, all through the scripture, I could spend the next hour reading to you scriptures all through the Psalms. I'll give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I'll tell of your wonderful deeds. Psalms 9, one, Psalms 104. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Praise his name. Philippians 4.6. Don't be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. Friends, all through scripture, we're commanded to be thankful, we're commanded to praise God. And I think when we turn our praise and appreciation vertically, we will feel God's love and approval back vertically. And that's far different than trying to find approval and appreciation horizontally. One last illustration and then I'll close up today. If appreciation and approval have been the oxygen you've been trying to breathe, I think this will relate. (laughs) I think you'll get this. So this summer, my kids figured out the whole helium trick, you know, where you take a helium balloon and you like inhale it and it makes your voice really high. And I think this is a perfect illustration to think about what happens when we're looking for appreciation and approval from other people to give us that buzz, to make us feel good. It's like trying to breathe helium, right? You inhale it. You feel like, ah! a little bit. <laughs> your voice gets higher. But you can't live on that, right? That's not oxygen. You're not going to be able to breathe that every day. And even that little bit of a high you get in your voice, that goes away after a couple minutes, It's not sustainable and it's not healthy. Like I was a little worried. I wasn't sure how many times my kids should do that with the balloons. I don't know how much helium it's healthy to inhale. And friends, it's the same for you and I. If you're believing the lie that you need appreciation, I ask you today, is it really approval that you need instead? And I ask you even further, is it the approval of these other people that you really seek or is it God's approval that you're not feeling? Is it his approval that you're missing? Do you feel condemned or shamed? No, that's from the enemy. That's not from Jesus. Jesus died to cover your sin and your shame. None of that is from him. Go to the father today. Ask him to help you feel his approval and feel his love. Read his word because over and over again, you will get the message that you are already approved of. Your standing is approved You are unconditionally loved in the Father, no matter how people around you treat you. And no matter whether or not anyone ever appreciates you again, you are seen, you are known, and you are loved. My friend, let's not believe the lie that appreciation is the same as approval. And furthermore, let's not believe the lie that we could ever get enough appreciation to feel better about ourselves and our bodies. It's just not true. What we really seek is approval, and the one we seek it from is the Lord. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope something in today's podcast has helped you stop comparing and start living. And let me challenge you, if this podcast was encouraging to you, share it with a friend. chances are you work with someone who feels underappreciated too and she needs to hear this or maybe everyone in your mom's club feels unappreciated share it with your friends and discuss it with them and that's a great way to let this message really take root in your heart thanks again for listening Hey there, before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. Not sure how to do it? I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration, and I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. The Compare 2 Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play Store or on the Apple Podcasts app. You will be so glad you did. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Two weeks old in an iron lung, which is you know like a sealed oxygen unit, um, fighting for my life. I couldn't, I couldn't breathe properly, I, and apparently I didn't make a sound. Um, from the day I was born because my lungs were all messed up. That's Martin Smith of Delirious sharing a personal testimony on The Walk, a podcast for worshippers. Join us weekly to hear songwriters, worship leaders, filmmakers, and other creatives tell stories in the form of a devotional. The Walk can be found on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast platform.